Welcome to Awareness, episode two of the trilogy. Wow, I just finished recording with Jamie Pinder from Team Pinder, and uh, we had a great time. Jamie always brings down the house when it comes to uh, bringing the energy. Um, it, it's funny how uh, we start talking on, on Zoom on our call, and we start just rambling on, right? And we touch such good topics at times, and I always tell her, you know what, we need to hit record because this is like really good information. But in any case, episode two of awareness actually brings different methodologies and different principles to, um, to the novice, amateur, enthusiast, whatever you want to call it, uh, implementing some peptides, which I believe could serve as bridging uh, while getting off of PEDS uh, during a recovery phase, during a detoxifying phase, you can go into the, uh, on the, onto a product called Detox that uh, my, our company, Rejuvenate Labs, has, which is um, some really top-notch stuff. Uh, 850 milligrams of NAC, uh, tutka, milk thistle, I mean, just an insurmountable amount of great ingredients at the highest dose possible, pharmaceutical grade. Um, and then you complement that with um, a lot of different compounds. Um, I'm a big fan of IGFLR3 peptides. Uh, a lot of the guys that I work with have tried IGFLR3 and they've done a fantastic job. Um, literally feel like they're adding on some good uh, amount of muscle. And uh, so the the moral of this the moral of the story here is you don't always have to be running high uh, protocols of PEDS. There's different ways of, of doing that uh, so that you can keep safe and be healthy. And during the episode two of awareness, we really dive into uh, primarily that. Um, FST 344, IGF-LR3, IGF-DAS, uh, even insulin. Talk a little bit about insulin and what Jamie does with her competitors in order to keep them healthy and uh, get them ready for a show. A lot of these principles, I always say, you can utilize them uh, at the novice or maybe even, maybe not even the novice, but maybe more of the enthusiast um, level and basically um, un with the understanding that your nutrition needs to be dialed in and you have to know what you're doing before you even attempt to do that. So a lot of the stuff that we're going to talk about today, um, it's not medical advice by any means. So please do not take this as a medical advice. Please consult your doctors before going on anything whatsoever. This is only for entertainment purposes, but we really brought down the house with, with uh, awareness episode two. And um, I look forward to having her for episode three, four, five, six, seven, as many episodes, because the energy that we actually have uh, together is just really, really awesome. So without being said, guys, as always, thank you for your patronage. Uh, I are, we are growing like a weed. Um, Team Amino Pierce been growing. Heart Fact Fitness audience has been growing. Forward on your favorite episodes to other people so that they can support us in our efforts of breaking the gap between health and fitness. With that being said, Jamie Pinder, yours truly, Team Immunopure, Harfax Fitness. Let's bring the house down. Here we go. Hey guys welcome to awareness episode two uh after the success of episode one and I, it's been partially my fault uh i've been just swamped buried under 30 feet of rock i think 
with work. Uh, I have not been able to record episode two with uh, Jamie Pinder. Hi, Jamie. How are you? I am doing awesome. And it's partially my fault too. I'll take some of the blame because I've been traveling like crazy too. So thank you. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have to put it all on you. I, I've, I've actually gotten a bunch of messages. When are you going to have Jamie back? When are you going to have Jamie back? And I'm like, you know what? I want to. And I think a couple of times we, we tried, uh, we tried to, to connect, but it's been absolutely craziness with uh, Team Amino Peer, the stuff that we're doing with the clinic. And uh, it's been great. I mean, some of the products we're going to have yeah. out. The, the message today, the purpose of episode two of awareness is to really hone in on the stuff that's going on. I mean, Jamie, there's nobody that I would much rather have than Jamie Pinder here to really discuss the things that she sees at the forefront on the IFBB Pro League. Uh, IFBB Pro League. Uh, a lot of bodybuilders are dying, guys. A lot of bodybuilders. We just know, we just, I just got notified today in the morning that a local bodybuilder, female wellness competitor committed suicide yesterday. Um, which nobody, nobody expected that to happen. Uh, things are happening, and we want to discuss a little bit more on the the, the correlation between PDUs uh, and the effects that it has on your mind. We want to get into a little bit more of alternative um, supplementation that you could actually uh, use in order to gain muscle that is that may be a little safer. So. Uh, let's start with a little bit of, a, of, of, of feedback in terms of what has Jamie Binder been up to? I know she was over in Reno, but tell us a little bit about, about what you've been up to with Jamie, um, your, your competitors, how well you guys did, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I've had, a, a, I've been traveling a lot for shows. So I don't go to all my clients' shows, but when I have a, a bunch of clients doing one show, especially a pro show, I'll go. So I flew out to Reno. I had two girls in the Masters Pro and one of them, Melanie Horton, she ended up winning the 50 plus in the women's physique, um, which this was her second win of the season. She actually won the Masters Pro over in Daytona. I think it was like three weeks before that, um, which was, a, it was a great turnaround because the first show of her season was in Phoenix and she kind of bombed at that show where um, presentation wasn't where it was supposed to be. Um, she kind of flubbed on stage a little bit. Uh, she, you know, she let her nerves get the best of her. So, you know, she worked a lot on, um, more than anything, she worked on stage presentation and really being able to calm her mind in order for her to be nice and relaxed on stage so she can actually hit her shots properly. Um, because if you're shaking like a leaf on stage and you go to hit your shots, um, you know, that presentation, especially on the pro level, the judges are going to judge you very harshly on that. Um, not only that, but when your nerves are uh, like really high, that's also going to make you retain a lot more water on show day as well. You've got all that cortisol that floods your system. And that's also going to, it, it's going to diminish your look on stage as well. So for, um, you know, for Melanie, I was like super excited because she went from like a really poor showing in Phoenix to then having two stellar showings at her two master shows where she took the win, which, uh, you know, Mel came from me from a coach that told her that she better be doing this as a hobby because she enjoys it because she was never going to do well and she would that. never place well. Um, and let so me, when, let me show you, right? Let me I, show you what I can do. <laughs> and so when Mel came to me, I basically told her the exact opposite. I told her, listen, girl, like you can achieve anything you want to achieve. It's really going to depend on how much time and effort you're willing to put into really refining your physique and 
not only your physique, but your mindset, because I think a lot of what holds competitors back, especially when it comes to the stage presentation, um, is a lot of mindset stuff. So we worked really deeply on that. She worked with another one of my clients, uh, Alexis Sullivan, um, with the posing and Alexis really helped dial that in for her. And then Alexis actually did the show in Reno. Um, she did the open in women's physique and she ended up, it was, that was the stack show, like 23 girls and three of them were Olympians uh, that had just competed at the Olympia. And one of them, which was Natalie Calejo, who won the show, she had gotten second at the Olympia. So like very competitive show. And Alexis ended up in, uh, I believe it was seventh place at that show. Wow. Um, so everyone's do, been doing really well. Um, I had a couple other amateur competitors that competed. Um, one of them, Leah Holmes, she ended up winning the women's physique overall that weekend too. So it's been busy with all my competitors, wow. but everyone's been shining and everyone's really been like bringing, bringing home, bringing home the medals and the trophies nice. and the smiles and everything else. So it's been exciting. Gotta love that. Shout out to Melanie Horton, Team Amino Pure Athlete in Canada, representing Canada over there. Um, awesome. She's an awesome person to talk to. I know I communicate with her often on, on Instagram. So I'm glad to hear that she did really well. I saw her I saw her, um, her, her posts and, and some of the images. She looks fantastic. So shout out to, to her and congratulations to you, Jamie, for, for really putting some a lot of effort into your athletes. You do a great you job. You know what? Like 50... 50 plus to be over 50 and Melanie got her pro card back of oh God, I think like in the late nineties, I think she got her pro card so she was pro for a long time, but she took a break. Um, and then when she, you know, she's been back for a couple of years now and it just goes to show that even as you age and you get over that 50 mark, you know, it doesn't mean that your physique has to go downhill. It doesn't mean that you can't keep on making improvements because if you look at how Melanie looked when she first got back into competing a couple of years ago to where she is now, even to where she was last year to now, um, she's made huge improvements in her physique. So really changing even like the overall shape of her physique. So I'm really proud of her and, and she's put in a, a lot of work and it just goes to show that at any age, you can keep on improving and doing this. It just, it really depends on what you're willing to put into it. I think there's a misconception about aging. Um, a lot of times people think, well, I'm 40, I'm supposed to look this way. Or I'm 35 or I'm 50, I'm supposed to be overweight and have these love handles and be out of shape and all these things, right? I mean, I'm 44 and I don't, I don't think I look stellar, but I'm looking pretty decent shape for being my age. And continuing to try to refine. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, it means a lot coming from you, actually, as a matter of fact. But, you know, trying to refine what you have consistently. It's in, in, and I have a lot of people that send us messages always asking, how, so how can I do this? We had an episode on yo-yo dieting uh, with, um, with Aria Adami last uh, couple of weeks ago. And the biggest challenge is people don't, don't, know, don't want to appreciate the journey. Right. They don't want to appreciate the journey. They don't want to appreciate the fact that it's not flipping a switch and looking a certain way. It's mm -hmm. a fucking grind of going in day in and day yeah. out, eating your food, doing your cardio, making it part of your routine. Yep. And I think that the, the, the biggest, most ugliest thing people can think about is I'm on a diet. Right. Forget the word diet and start thinking, this is my lifestyle that I'm going to incorporate for the rest of my life, if I want to look like that 
over there or what like I, that right. like what i tell people is is okay you have to think <laughs> of your health and your body the way you think of your teeth right so <laughs> here's the thing like if you don't brush your teeth for 20 years and then all of a sudden <laughs> When you're 40, you decide, I'm going to start brushing my teeth, right? <laughs> like, first of all, like, you're not going to have the, that pearly white, beautiful smile after you brush your teeth for a week or two weeks or right. three. It's going to take some work for you to get And a dentist, brush. right? Which I, and a dentist. If you have not been doing brushing your teeth at all for the last 20 years. Now like in the same kind of like regard of thinking of like your oral health and your physical health is you have to think of your physical health the way you think of your of like the way you brush your teeth you brush your teeth every single day before you leave the house you always do it right it's a maintenance thing that you have to do every single day if people can think about the way that they eat and exercising the same like as maintaining their body the same way that they think of brushing their teeth as maintaining their oral health so it's like when people can kind of like conceptualize it differently of okay it's like exercising and eating right isn't so you can get from point a to point b it's also the thing the thing that's going to enable you to maintain your health and keep on like maintaining that long term. So we can't think of it as just, you know, like when you say like, you know, you can't think of it as a diet, as a lifestyle. Well, yeah, think of your, the way that you eat and the way that you exercise as the maintenance on your body that you need to do every single day. It's, it's an every single day thing. I, I, I have uh, some lifestyle people that come in and they'll tell me, well, I'm doing this fad diet and I call it a fad diet because it's bullshit. You know, I'm, I'm eating 900 calories. I've dropped 40 pounds of 137. And I said, it's not sustainable. Right. right. And they were like, well, this clinic, they watch what I eat. They monitor my food. They take care of this. And I said, it's not sustainable. Right. You, you need a balanced diet. And three, I think it was like five months ago. Yeah, five months ago, I, got, I had this conversation. This lady could be just back out to me and says, you were right. I gained all of it plus 10 pounds. I'm back. I'm back at 190 pounds uh, at five, four. And I'm like, wow. So understanding the fact that, Hey, and we're deviating a little bit from the topic at hand today, but we're going to get to that. Uh, but it all correlates guys, you know, lifestyle, 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 take it as a lifestyle. And, and don't think that because, you know, I, I was talking to Jamie earlier. I said, I had two weeks where I had my procedure on my shoulder. I have not been able to lift. I look a little flatter than, than I, what I usually do, but I still get my meals in. I still, I was, I was still eating 80% good, right? Because right. that's, that's the way I want to live my life. I don't right. want to be, I don't want to get out of completely out of shape that by the time I start lifting again, it's like, man, now I got to get this fluff off first, right? It's like right. going backwards. And, and the, the journey is, Every year, I was talking to Arya last week about it in our podcast. My 197 now right. is not my 195 last year. Mm -hmm. Like my 195 last year, I had more body fat. Well, my, right. my 197 now, I have app lines still that I can see. Yeah. So that's a win. Yeah, right? change that body composition. It, it's, that's the goal. Maybe next year, I'll, I may get to 205. Although 200 pounds for me is like, my body hates it. Yeah. It fights yeah. me. You get that set point where your body says, I'm right? not comfortable. And, yeah. and I'm not a tall guy. I'm five, seven. Uh, and my body hates 200 and some pounds. Like I started like, <sighs> yeah. so I can't, I can't imagine like the competitors are like five, eight, 280 or 270, like the, right? like the big boys. I mean, like, how do they live? 
right? And I remember, like, I remember, like, living with, when I was married, uh, you know, my husband at the time was a bodybuilder. And I remember him in the off season where, like, you could just tell he was so uncomfortable. It's, like, to it's tie his shoes was uncomfortable, going up and down stairs. And it's just like, ooh, yeah. I'm, was I'm he, not- like, what, 260, 270? Was he a big, was he, he a- was- God, yeah, he got up to probably like 270 in the off season around there. I think boy. Maybe, maybe like 250, 260, 270. But he was, he got like, there was a couple off seasons where he got really heavy, but he was really uncomfortable. And like you, like his body really fought him. Yeah, it fights you. And started to, to really go to shit because he was trying to force feed so much food. Um, yeah, exactly. So, you know, and he would try, I think he actually tried, um, uh, is it the GHRP six that yeah. will, will make Inc- you hungry? Yeah, yeah. It, it, GHRP two or GHRP six. Yeah. And we're gonna talk about peptides today, guys. So stay yeah. tuned for that, right? Uh, yep. It does increase hunger. So you right. can always pair it with, uh, with an MK. And I know we talked a little bit about, about SARMs and whatnot to increase that, even IG, IGFLR3, any kind of uh, hormone secretagogue, but primarily MK, which is really uh, uh, a SARM, your hunger will go through the roof. Yeah. So if you're trying to cut, uh, that's not the right not way. What yeah, you want that's what you want to do. No. So <laughs> let's talk a little bit about, um, let's talk a little bit about mindset of the things that, that people that, that use a lot of PEDs how what have you seen and and i can i can tell you my own personal story yeah i dated a, a girl who i think it is my opinion who ran certain uh mild anabolics or was yeah. the anabar all year round and i think that honestly it desensitized certain moods in her, in her like there were some times yeah. that i would think like you are so like just bland like you could yeah. like nothing mat- like you're like just so cold like in- in- insensitive to, to things yeah. and yeah. i really believe is is a pd use <laughs> it's funny that you say that cuz i know that when i was married um my <laughs> ex-husband would kind of say the same thing where when i'm when i was using talk to me i'm interested like well when i was using anabolics um you know, that I wasn't as like soft with my character. Affectionate. Right. Sweet like, or just caring. Okay. It was just like, okay. eh. You've got to think of it this way. So it's when we think of female characteristics, what do we think of? When we think of a traditional woman, we think of someone who's very like caring, caring. empathetic, very right. soft, very soft spoken. Nurturing. Soft affectionate like and you like think of a mother right like right. A mother, right like and so that's that really does and that actually really does correlate with the female hormonal profile Correct. when like and that's and that's 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 been designed by evolution because women need to be what what do we we're rearing children those small little babies we need to be affectionate and caring, caring and, and nurturing to have the nurturing and, and the patience for that child right but uh, and like when we th- and now shift gears and think about what the traditional when you think of the male right when the like the male the head of the household the, the alpha the alpha dog alpha the warrior right, right. we're 
you know, and you think of that aggression, you think of that hardness, right? The um, protective mechanism. This is my family. I'm here to protect them. Um, exactly. It, it's, it's evolution. I totally agree with you. Right. And so you've got the higher levels of those androgens in, in men, correct? So that's going to, that gives you those characteristics, right? So there is some like basic, and I, I know that there is so much in like the, like right now in like the gender world in terms of, you know, uh, people saying there's no biological differences between men and women. I, I hate that shit, by the way. <laughs> Fuck that shit. I get to decide today in the morning what I am. I'm what not a male. Fuck? I'm not a female. What the fuck are you, man? <laughs> like, I, you know, uh, here's the thing is like, I fuck think that. that there is, you know, I think that it's great that like, we are very open with people, like uh, whatever gender they want to be, you know? And I'm like totally open about that. Like, I don't, whatever you want to be, like, go ahead and be it. As long as you're not hurting other people, do whatever you want. Um, but they're like, when people fight that there are no biological differences between men and women, that just simply is false. That's, um, just, that's not that's true. Just, it's can be true. It, it's just not true. And, it, <clears throat> and there is a difference between, you know, a female's hormonal profile and a male's hormonal right. profile. And that does have an effect on your character. It does have an effect on the way that you interact with other people and your personality. So when I take anabolics, I know for myself, like I do, I become more driven. I become like more hyper-focused and I'm more successful. Right. I'm more successful in my preps. I'm more successful in my business. I'm less successful in my personal relationships right. though. So you know, it goes to show that you take a, a female who has a, you know, before I started anabolics, a, a very like soft, very caring, nurturing, you know, very affectionate wife. And then you, you know, put her on anti-estrogens. So let's take away some of that estrogen that made you that soft, caring, nurturing <laughs> woman. Right. And then let's replace that with a whole bunch of androgens. There you go. So you're, you're going to have you are going to have differences in mood. You are going to have differences in personality. Um, and I also believe that, because this is what I see, is, you know, one of the reasons I think that I, we see women who go way beyond what they originally said that they would take um, in terms, and like what they would deal with in terms of virilization. When they get into a contest prep, what happens is, they start taking a little bit of anabolics and maybe they start taking like Nolvidex or something for an anti-estrogen. So now their brain chemistry is starting to change a little bit. And now, you know, maybe before they were like, I don't want my voice to change at all. Like I won't use it. I'm not gonna use anything that's gonna change my voice. But then they get these androgens in their system. The estrogen is much lower. And all of a sudden that drive kind of like picks up and they become that hyper focus. And I call it the contest prep blinders go on. And those blinders go on. And that's when those women make the decision of, you know what, I'm gonna add in more drugs because I need to do whatever it takes to win. Because they are because they've they're in an altered state of their like hormone profile and it that changes it changes the way you think too because it changes the way that you think totally totally because i've heard and i've fucked i've heard i know people that have actually come to me and said 
Did you hear so-and-so's voice? I don't sound like that, do I? I'm like, uh, <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> Sorry to yeah, tell you, do. I don't want my voice to sound like that. And I'm like, well, <laughs> well. Or, or yeah. you know what's interesting? Please forgive me, my best friend. I love you to death. Um, this is my best friend. Uh, years ago, I would ask her, what are you running? And um, she said, I'm not even running a whole lot. I'm running Primo, I'm running Test, GH, uh, um, Glenn, um, Winstrel. That's about it. Oh, yeah, that's about it. Right, right. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you're natty. Right, right. And so I think- You don't like, realize it. Right, exactly. And, and it's progressive because, it, you know, the example that I use a lot is you know, you have the girl who does anabolics for the first time. She starts with anabar, right? So she starts her anabar. She takes the Novodex with her anabar. So now she's got a lot more androgens, a lot less estrogen. And this is for the first time in her entire life she's ever experienced this. Right. And so that changes the way that you think, your brain chemistry. And then that's when she says, all right, bring on more drugs. I love this feeling. I want more of the results I'm getting, bring me more. And that then she ends up taking more androgens and then she's even more amped up and more of those kind of like male characteristics and what we traditionally think of like, you know, how a male is gonna act. Um, and then after the show, she comes off of everything and all of her levels go back to normal. Her test actually tanks because- She cut it. Not producing her own testosterone. Right. So now it's tanking, and now the estrogen is sky high because now she's not using the Nolvidex anymore, and maybe she didn't taper off the right way. And now she's looking in the mirror. She goes, "Oh shit, what the fuck did I just do to myself?" Body starts to morph the other way, right? And, and then, and that's I see this happen to women all the time. It's happened to myself where after afterwards I was like, "Oh fuck, I totally crossed the line. I said I wouldn't cross, and now I'm <clears throat> now I'm like this forever." Um, luckily, like I'm completely comfortable with like who I am and all the sides that I have, like, I'm totally cool with it, but a lot of women, they can't deal with it for the rest of their lives. And it really causes, you know, that's where I see this downward spiral of women's mental health is really post show. And that's why, you know, the girl who you said, like just did the show and then ended up killing herself. Um, first of all, like my condolences go out to her friends mm, and her yeah. family because um, that's, that's sad. It's horrible. Like way too young, <laughs> way too soon. Um, and uh, you know, to have someone take their own lives, that's even more painful, you know? So, you know, beyond that though, it, it, it kind of didn't surprise me to hear it happen post-show because post-show is when I really see the majority of the, like, especially female competitors, have such a hard time with depression. Um, and again, that's because we're on this high of androgens, especially for those women who are using PEDs um, and anabolic specifically, you know, you're on this high of all these androgens, right? And it does, it gives you energy. It gives you more motivation. You're like, so like dialed into what you're doing. Muscles then, growing, everything's popping. You, you're getting right. praise from everybody. You Not look amazing, that, right? You're super hyper goal focused. You have this show date. Everything is all in line, right? Like you're in the, you're in the grind, you're in the groove. And then the show happens. 
And then you've got to come off of all the supplements. You got to start eat, like eating food again and like adding, like reversing out of your diet. And then you're coming off of the anti-estrogens if you're on them. So you have these huge fluctuations of your hormones going the complete opposite way of how you've just been on kind of like this high for a long time. And then all of that kind of crashes down. They get all of a sudden, you know, if they are taking Nolvidex, they don't taper off correctly. Their estrogen is going to all of a sudden bind to all of these receptors that the Nolvidex has been uh, blocking. And now again, like their androgens totally tanked. So now they're super depressed because they have no testosterone. And then they're super anxious and emotional because of estrogen's the, coming up. Of the estrogen. Yep. And that really, it, that can kind of create that perfect storm for not only depression, but for suicidal tendencies. If you already, you know, put a woman like that in a situation that, you know, say a boyfriend broke up with her the like, couple days before or the drop the thing, the final cherry on top right right exactly like something like that can <laughs> set someone like that off and then you know something unfortunate like like this happens where she ends up you know unfortunately like taking her own life uh yeah. which is which is terrible but um i see that depression post-show especially from women who use um it, I see it all the time and it's happened to me uh, a, numbers, a number of times. So it's not uncommon. And, and some, something for everybody to know is like there's certain, there's certain drugs out there in the market that um, do alter you, the, your serotonin levels, your dopamine levels. I know Trend does uh, alters, uh, drops your serotonin levels, dopamine levels. I know that there's other PEDs that definitely change your, the, the way that your brain functions. Hence the lack of sleep when you're a running trend for all the guys oh, that are having yeah. sleep issues is because the dopamine levels are crashed. Yep. So you need to be you need to be aware of the things that you're going to be doing and the effects that it's going to cause, right? Yep. So the mere fact that you're affecting your sleep, it's going to start affecting the way that you react on a daily basis. Lack of sleep can be can lead you to a lot of things, right? Oh. Uh, you're irritable, you're annoyed. You know, you get on top of that, your 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 engine uses that your engines are like skyrocket. So you're getting that aggression. You want to kill the world. Yeah. It can put you in a situation that's horrible, right? So I do believe there that outside of liver issues and kidney issues and all those things, nobody really talks about the effects of anabolics and PD use on the mind and the brain, the way yeah. that it alters, the way that you react, the way that you handle certain situations. And I think it, it needs to start being addressed more and more. Uh, because there's times that people will tell me, it's like, I didn't realize I was being such an asshole. I'm like, yeah, you are being an asshole, man. You know, it's like, dude, I just had a client that ended up break. She, she, you know, she doesn't compete her boyfriend. She's a lifestyle client of mine, but her boyfriend competes and her boyfriend was like <laughs> two weeks out from a show and he had been being a dick for so like almost the entire prep that she was, done. That she was like, I can't, I'm not going to deal with this anymore. Like, right. A, like, I don't want to be with someone who's going to treat me like that. And B, I don't want to be with a man who, when he's doing something that's a hobby of his, it, like, you, he's, you, like, his personality allowed him to treat her that way right. just for something that he was doing for a hobby. Right. Um, it's not worth it, guys. Honestly, it's not, it's not worth it. I mean, Jamie, you have um, God-given genetics. So, I mean, for you, it's different. Because right. you, you competed at the very highest level. But when, for people that are going through 
that have mediocre genetics, I always say I have mediocre genetics, people that have mediocre genetics, are, and, and what I mean with mediocre genetics, you'll never make it to the Olympia. You know, we right. talked about this during awareness, the first episode. Yeah. Analyze, do I have what it takes to be a Sean Clarita? Do I have what it takes to be a Regan Grimes or a Big Rami? That, that's probably not. Right. You know, that's like one in a million. That's why you have the same guys and the, the top 10 are usually yeah. the same people. There's a reason behind it. Right. So analyze if it's worth your wife, your kids, your babies that are wanting to play with daddy and you're just irritable all the time. Right. I think it's worth it. And one right. of the things that I, I've been talking about, um, and, and I pretty much document my journey sometimes, and, and I tell people exactly what I do because yeah. I have no hidden agendas. I'm like, I'm on TRT. I run peptides now. I'm big on peptides. We would roll right into that. Um, and I've had the best results with less training. I train four days a week. Yep. I give my, my body three days recovery. I run my IGFLR3. I run IGF desk. I run FST344. I run 200 milligrams of testosterone. That's it. That's it. TRT, baby. And I was actually able to put on 23, 24 pounds. I went from 174 when I met my girlfriend. I'm 197. Yeah. In about, um, I want to say a month and a half, maybe two months. Calories were up, no doubt. I, was eating, I wasn't eating very, very clean all the time. Like I was on prep, but I would say about 75 to 80% of the time, I was pretty much eating my, my chicken and rice and vegetables like I have in right here. Right. And so let's dive into peptides. And only the only reason why I want to talk about peptides is because I want the public and, and our listeners to understand that there's another way that you can utilize peptides that don't have the liver toxicity, that doesn't have right. the, 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 the issues that you can have in your brain. They can alter your brain and right. you can still get results in how it works. Uh, and women don't have to worry about the virilization. So a lot of, yeah. like, I love peptides for women because- it really allows you to optimize your like muscle gain, but without having to compromise. Like if, if you're really worried about your voice, if you're really worried about getting facial hair, um, you know, all those things that in terms of virilization that women worry about when it comes to peptides, we don't need to think about those things. It's a different pathway. It's a different right. pathway. Exactly. Completely so Talk to me about IGFLR3, what you know, and I will supplement whatever you say with what I've experienced and what a lot of my clients that are currently stacking. And I think the biggest misconception about peptides, whether it's TB500, BPC157, which I love both of those, um, any peptide is most people do not know how to run peptides accordingly. You know, they have an injury and they'll be like, I'll buy one bottle of one vial of BPC157. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't work. Well, no kidding. No, really? <laughs> What are you going to no, do with one mile? It's a, it's a process. It's dose dependent. And you're yeah. probably going to need about eight vials of BPC-157, maybe five, depending on your injury. But the yeah. goal is as you see it subside, you know it's working. Right. I, have had, I had a girl just yet, one of my friends actually, that haven't talked to me in years, sent me a text message that says, you know what? I had a really bad uh, shoulder and wrist problem and I just bought one. And she says, I'm already feeling better. Good for you. The majority of people will not feel better after one vial. So right. don't knock peptides down. It's not the peptide. It's the fact that right. you don't know how to run them. And that is why we're having this episode today. Here's a question for you. And, and this is, uh, you know, I'm asking you because I'm, I'm sure you probably know the answer to this. I see a lot of peptide places doing the nasal kits now. Oh, 
What are your thoughts on the nasal kits? Are they as effective? Because here's the thing. I have a bunch of clients that I'm like, they've got nagging knee injuries. They've got nagging shoulder injuries, but they are deathly afraid of needles and they will not do injections. And so do you think it's a good alternative? What is, what do you think the percentage of how much like more effective is injection compared to nasal? Like, what are your thoughts on that? So I'm going to tell you, I work very closely with Rejuvenate HRT and Rejuvenate Labs. Um, they're coming out with a bunch of products that are pharmaceutical. Mm -hmm. Not pharmaceutical grade. They're actually compounded in the pharmacy, okay? Which mm -hmm. uh, the quality conformance of um, that you're going to have from a pharmacy is going to be untouched in comparison to any company, FDA approved. I don't give a shit. GMP, it doesn't matter. They're not regulated the way a pharmacy is regulated. So when you're talking about getting a product like detox, my detox, that has 850 milligrams of NAC, you're getting 850 milligrams of NAC, right? right. So let's go back to what you were saying. We give you an example. Liposomal glutathione, okay? Yeah. Liposomal technology allows, it is actually an encapsulation. And, mm -hmm. and I'll tell you why I'm going this route. Yeah. Uh, it, it has an encapsulation process, which allows a slow release it does, it prevents your acid in your stomach from destroying the product. Right. So you're going to get approximately, depending on the product, 75 to 80% absorption. Now right. you have that in BPC and TB500 in pills. If it's liposomal. Okay. If it's not liposomal, you're probably going to get about 10 to 15% because the acid in your stomach is going to break it down. Right. The same concept with nasals. Okay. It's the same concept with nasals. Uh, it, it, it has to break through the brain barrier, which is right. very, very difficult. Okay. Right. So you're going to have, are you going to have an improvement? Probably. I mean, you can have 20. So let's say you have 20% improvement. Why right. would you contemplate? And granted, I understand not a lot of people like needles. Why would you contemplate the 20% absorption on a nasal where you can have 100% absorption on an injectable? Not, I mean, not only that, but when you get the nasal kit, like I was, I don't even remember whose site I was looking at. Uh, one of my clients had sent me the link. They're like, well, what do you think of this nasal thing? And so, now the nasal was probably 40 bucks more expensive. Yeah. You were getting the same milligram as you were getting if you were going to inject it. But if you're saying it's only like 20% as effective as the injectable, then you're paying a buttload more just so you don't have to use a needle welcome to the welcome to the supplement industry and i'm right. very involved in the bullshit that goes on now and i'm like my jaw drops every time i hear this because i know some of the costs of these things and yeah. unless unless you're getting a nasal pharmaceutical compound it's a different right. story right it's a story but if it's black market they can't do what the pharmacies do they don't have the equipment that the pharmacies have to actually it, uh dial these nasals to the point that is actually bioavailable the way that right gray market stuff you just don't have it these they spend millions of dollars i had the conversation with a pharmacist that actually runs up one of the largest pharmacies in the, in the country and she says our equipment millions and millions of dollars are spent right. just to make some of these nasal products right but the efficacy nothing nothing beats injectable to be honest with you. right nothing right. Beats injectable. that's, that's that's what I thought, but I, I, I figured you'd be the man that would have the answer for me for real. Um, and and, and now, I, don't, I don't claim to know it all, but I'll tell you what, I spent a lot of time talking to some of the, the, the compounding pharmacies uh, mm -hmm. and I'm just, I mean, I gained so much knowledge yeah. from these guys because 
they they will tell you exactly what's doable and what's not. So when you whenever I see somebody says uh, a gray market a company a supplement company says this I got this product and I'm thinking that's not really no, doable. not gonna work <laughs> right right not really doable if they can do it if a pharmacy yeah. can do it what makes you believe that you, I don't know what you're selling I had a girl I had a girl like, this is you're gonna love this one she said yeah. hey can you help me I said well it depends she goes I got this product from um this guy uh from a from a guy yeah. And he claims that it's real. Isn't it supposed, you're going to know what, you're probably going to realize where I'm going with this. He goes, isn't it supposed to be yellow? And I said, <laughs> I said, well, that product, uh, if you're not, if that you're getting it, if you touch it, it's supposed to stay in your hands, right? Yeah, Sorry yeah. Right. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah she, she, and then she yeah. showed me, she got sand. Uh, <laughs> you know what? She's probably better off that she got sand. You're right. <laughs> Instead of poison, I mean, I'm like, you got sand. That's sand. That's not what it's supposed to look like. But no, I can't help you with that because that's just not that's, that's not what we do, right? right. But I'm, I can just tell you, whoever you got, whoever recommended that to you, don't go back to them because yeah. that's that's. I mean, you're you're gonna consume sand. You open right. it up, it's like it looks like sand. It's supposed to be yellow, supposed to be gold, but that stuff is toxic and it can kill you. <laughs> like you're better off not using it anyway dmp and i would say dmp is right. not for everybody guys so yeah so yeah uh, honestly i don't think it's for anyone like and to be honest with you like for bodybuilders if you need to use dmp to get into shape like a you're a shitty fucking bodybuilder like if you're not you focused need, you're just not focused you need an industrial chemical in order to get into shape like it's explosive are, are you kidding me like i don't know if you need a poison in order to get in shape you might want to find a different sport yeah. um that's my opinion on on dnp miss pinder igf lr3 yes lr3 let's talk about LR3. <laughs> so you know lr3 i actually have my clients like the way that i have most my people use lr3 is very similar to des i actually have them use it site specific oh, do you? um now okay. yeah i mean the reasoning behind using des as site specific is because it has a 20 to 30 minute half-life right? Right. right so it's really fast acting um you know lr3 it's not quite as fast acting but I find that that makes it even a little bit better to use it. Uh, like, you know, I have them use it like right before they work out, right? Oh, wow. Okay. So they're injecting right before they work out and then they're going to work out and they're injecting it right into the muscle that they're going to train and the muscle they want to bring up. Um, and again, like, yes, you're injecting it directly to the muscle. So you are going to have a little bit more site growth in that area. Um, but because LR3 it is longer acting, it's also going to go throughout the rest Every, of your bloodstream. Everything. And so you're also going to get that growth in other areas as well. So, you know, I don't run it the way that most people usually run it because I like to do it site specific. Um, and, but I'm also like that with my GH where... Uh, when I do my GH, I'm doing it right into, I'm always doing it into my right delt. My right delt's the one that I just had my shoulder surgery on this past year. It's still a little bit on the small side. So I'll keep on just like injecting this one delt with 
with my GH. Again, there's not any, it's more anecdotal like evidence that it creates more site growth, but it can't hurt to do it that way, right? Like, you know what I've heard from pharmacists? And this yeah. is pharmacists, doctors, okay? Doctors that actually make this stuff. So it's a myth. You know what? Like it may be, but I know for myself, like over the years, I've always injected- It works, it right? It works. It's kind of like, yeah, but it works. <laughs> and I'm like, my delts look pretty fucking good. So, I mean, and then when I think about the times when I'm not, like I've done it sub-Q or I've not injected just my delts with my GH, I mean, was that also because I wasn't training as much because those times when I wasn't doing it in my delts, like it was also times when I was kind of like, not like stepping back from like training really hard. So for me, it's kind of hard to tell, but again, like it can't hurt to do it site specific. Right. So, so what, what do you, what do you, let me ask you a bunch of questions here real quick. And I want to answer like, boom. Okay. What dosage would you recommend on IGFLR3? Uh, 50 micrograms each. Perfect. That's, that's what I'd say. 50 yeah. micrograms. The reason why behind you want to do 50 micrograms is because the body gets desensitized very easily with IGFLR3. Mm -hmm. um, one of the things that I've noticed when I started, and I love fucking, I, anybody that has asked me on Instagram, you love it. I love IGFLR3. It's yeah. a 25, is a, I, think, I think it's a 25 to 30 hour lifespan. Right. And it increases your IGF levels significant so think about it this way and i think this is the reason why i was able to actually put on so much muscle and not eating as dialed in as i should have right. and still see abs ab lines because it's very forgiving and actually burns fat as igf it, levels go up growth hormone goes up you're constantly like burning fat. body fat right yeah it's amazing so my question is this why would you and i asked the same question to some of these guys like why would you why would anybody pick growth hormone which is ridiculously more expensive um over igflr3 growth hormones i think they're ha it's half like 15 to 20 minutes uh if i'm not mistaken um i think it's longer than that I think it's longer okay so um, yeah and versus igflr3 which is like hours and hours then you have igf1 which i think is like anything for 14 to 18 hours it's not a bad actually really damn good but think about your body consistently being on a high level of growth hormone, mm -hmm. IGF-1 levels throughout the entire day, right? Yeah. I do it every day in the fat. I have not done site-specific, but maybe I'll do that before I go to the gym. I'll give, give it, it a shot. shot. I'll give yeah. it a shot. But uh, I rave on that stuff, guys, because um, I think it's just that in combination with, um, with FST. FST-344 is a myostatin inhibitor. Uh, which blocks myostatin. Have you have you run it before, Jamie? Uh, oh yeah, and I I typically will. So usually, what I'll have, like if I'm having someone do like a peptide cycle, is I will have them run the LR3 with the folostatin for like four weeks, and nice. we'll focus just on like one specific muscle group. So okay. you know, we'll just do the LR3 and the folostatin just in delts, and that'll be. And during that time, we're also doing a higher frequency delt training because that LR3 and that folostatin is allowing your body to recover faster. Right. So you are going to be able to take more frequency in your training. So you can, and like if, say if you're going to bring up a body part like quads or like arms, what I also like to pair that with is some BFR training. Oh, okay, um, for restriction. And I'll tell you my favorite combo right now, actually. I so love I'll, it. Tell us. 
Oh, we'll, we'll have them do the four weeks of like the LR3 and the full ascent. And then for the next four weeks, I'll have them switch to the DES. And I like the, the combo that I'm using right now in my quads actually um, is I'm doing the DES. So I do 50 micrograms on each train side. I do the full statin and then I'm doing your amino pump. Oh, you like it. Oh yeah. So I have no idea how to run it, but I was like, let me just I'll do 10 IUs here, 10 IUs here. Okay. Two mil. Two mil? Oh, I'm doing like I'm doing like 10 IUs and, and no 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 do two two million your trust me. Okay, you can hurt it here. <laughs> okay, do one mil, but okay. I have girls that do yeah. two mil and do it in your glue. It's not site yeah. specific. And yeah. and then text me. Okay. Text me. You will be like, holy shit. This well, is like ridiculous. Well, it's crazy because I'm just, so when I do it, um, when I, and I, when I do my, like my DES and my full assignment, I, I load it in one pin for mm -hmm. each side, right? Um, and so what I'll do is three micro injections of that, of that like combo. Yeah. And then I'll do three micro injections of the amino pump. Right. And then I will do the BFR training with that. And dude, my quads are like freaking balloons. You it's have no idea what you're in for. I swear I put it on everything I love. I have my guys that actually just started IGF because I, I talked to one of my guys, my, my athletes yeah. and coaches, uh, Joey. Shout out to Joey, by the way, man. Joey's an awesome dude. I love Joey. Um, he's, he just started IGF LR3 because he's been running growth. And he did it site specific the way you did because he didn't know how. I said, well, I, want to do it. I do it on the fact. And he said, Ron, holy shit. My arms were ready to, ex I did two oh, meals pump. of pump with IGFLR3. Pump alone is stupid. He goes, yeah. I felt my arms were going to explode. Yeah. That's how crazy it is. So going back to what I'm telling you, if, even if you were to run one mil, and there's yeah. a huge drop off from one mil of amino pump to two mil. Two okay. mil is usually the sweet spot for guys. I have yeah. a lot of guys, even some of the coaches that, that I that talked to, they uh, that competed, they actually did two mil an hour before uh, pre-pump and they did it an hour and then 30 minutes before stage. So so you're not doing the amino pump site specific though. You're no, just- No, it's, it works throughout your entire body. So it's like taking pre-workout. Think of taking a pre-workout and yeah. you're taking 10 grams. By the way, I just came out with amino pump pre-workout, 10 grams of L-citrulline. Thought I'd say that. Yeah. <laughs> really good stuff. <laughs> really good stuff. Um, but this is for people that don't want to inject. But uh, right. amino pump is a thousand milligrams of L-arginine and L-citrulline. Yeah. And it's a hundred percent bioavailable. It means right. your body is going to suck it up. It's going to go right into the muscles, and right. your pumps are going to be so gnarly. I'm telling you, you're going to well, be blown but I'm away. Telling you with just like, well, because you're because I'm pairing it with the DES and the full stand. Oh yeah. Be crazy pump, anyways. Yeah. Right? You have no idea. And so when I paired that with the amino pump, like there was one day I, I did it in my delts and I like, I had to stop my delt session early. Cause I was like, I just can't move my fucking yeah. delts anymore. Like, <laughs> it's happening on my biceps where they're like, you're ready to like, bust open. Partials. And I was like, yeah, no, this shit ain't. And, and like, they were, they were huge. Yeah, so it's no joke. Imagine what one mil is gonna be like. One mil is crazy. Two mils, you be gotta be ready for something that it, I take pictures sometimes, and my boys take pictures sometimes. They're like, man, I mean, you know, pump is just like it's. You'll, I, I promise you, you've never tried anything like it. 
everyone that tries it. And I, I, what I'm doing now for people that order my L-carnitine, our yeah. L-carnitine, um, which is 100% bioavailable, so 500 and 700 milligrams per milliliter, which is the highest dose in the world. Yeah. Um, they and, basically, and your L-carnitine, because I got your 700 L-carnitine. It's thicker. And it's thicker, but it doesn't, it doesn't lump you up. So some of the other L-carnitines that myself and my clients were using, like we were getting these like really like bad, like painful nodules. It's, 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 I can tell you why, but I'm, I'm not even going to go there because then I, t- I start telling, telling people recipes and stuff, but I can yeah. tell you that, um, it has to do with the processing, the filtration, uh, right. I mean, right. takes a lot of care in the filtration. Every product that Aminopure has is really top notch. And I love that stuff. Yeah. Uh, but I think that in time, it, like anything else, I had a, 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 a girl and even a guy came back and like, man, I've been on this for like a month, right? Every day for a month. And it kind of hurts. And I say, welcome to bodybuilding. Yeah. I'm telling you one thing. I don't care what you take. Okay. Yeah. You poke something enough times in that same area. Right. It's going to start punching you back in the face. Right. 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 <laughs> so it's not the product. You just need a break. Yeah. 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 So, okay. A question because new ethics came out with a liposomal L-carnitine. Yeah. How do you feel the efficacy of that is compared to injectable? Uh, I love new ethics. I know Jason, yeah. he was my coach. Um, I've been very open about liposomal yeah. because I have liposomal. Right. Uh, it, we, we are working on coming out with our own liposomal um, L-carnitine, which is going to revolutionize L-carnitine anywhere. It's going to blow anything that's out there out of the water. Um, this is the thing. New Ethics is a fantastic brand. Uh, yeah. As a matter of fact, I have New Ethics. I run New Ethics. Yeah. So I can't really say anything about New Ethics that's negative. What I will I tell like you, the science. Like liposomal for L-carnitine. Like talk in general of like liposomal carnitine. Absolutely, absolutely. So let's talk about liposomal. This is liposomal L-glutathione pharmaceutical, okay? So science, the reason we, why I love pharmaceuticals because they actually, pharmacies actually have to run tests to get FDA approved to run it. Right. It's about 81% bioavailable. So I will never tell you that that glutathione is anything 100% bioavailable because it's not even liposomal. It's not. Um, Is is injectable L glutathione uh, glutathione better? Injectable is always king. Yeah. Now here's a question to you. But 81% is good. 81% is is so people that would say, oh, I'm running uh, glutathione from this brand at Amazon. It's like throw it away in the trash. Yeah, it does. You know, you're probably getting about 10% because your acid in your stomach destroys the molecule. Right, it right. doesn't work, guys. Trust but, me. It I doesn't. mean, I'll take 81% on a liposomal because have you injected glutathione? Okay, that was my, you stole my thunder. <laughs> that shit fucking burns. You want to talk stole about my thunder, Jamie. Dude, so my like, question ah. to you was, have you injected <laughs> glutathione? That shit is the most wicked thing. And you're, then you've got like a Charlie horse like after for like days. It's like you're just injected acid into your yes. muscle. It yeah. hurts. It hurts. Pardon my French guys. It hurts like a motherfucker. Oh, okay. Yeah. So 81% of it's liposomal good. glutathione pharmacy, you can't beat it. Right. Because okay? it tastes like, like you're eating like lemon flavored, like a little tiny lemon flavored shot. You're done. Nice. And it works. I did my lab work when I was running, uh, when I was testing it out for, for Juvenile Labs. 
And um, my, and I was taking Anabar 50 milligrams at the time. I was on six weeks of rejuvenated last lab. My enzymes, my liver enzymes came back normal. Yep. Yeah. It came out normal. Yeah. And I love, so glutathione, I use glutathione a lot because I have Lyme disease. So for anyone who has any kind of like a, like a compromised immune system, especially around this like flu season time and around like all the fucking COVID bullshit. Um, if you're someone who is amino like suppressed by, you know, whether it's from something like Lyme disease or um, even like if you're, it's an autoimmune, uh, supplementing with glutathione during this season of like when everyone's getting sick, it can actually really help you from getting sick and, and it can really help your recovery too. Absolutely. Yeah. So what we've done with Rejuvenate Labs, when they, they, they wanted us to be their, their official distributor for their products, um, we came out with a phase one, phase two detoxification process. So yeah. the detox, let me see if I have any detox around. Detox, which has 850 milligrams of NAC, pharmaceutical NAC. It has tutka, it has milk thistle, it has uh, holy basil, it has multiple, it has all kinds of organ detoxifying agents for kidneys, gallbladder, and uh, liver. I love it. You can't beat this product for the price. Yeah. Uh, and so we did that. We do, we tell people run this for four weeks. Yeah. Uh, Chris, the, the, uh, uh, direct, the clinical director over at Rejuvenate, we'll run this for four weeks. And then we run liposomal glutathione for maintenance for the rest of a prep or lifestyle, whatever it is, it's going to keep your organs in tip top shape. For the money, you can't really beat it. Going back to your original question, I had this discussion with, with Jason, as a matter of fact, and they know it. <clears throat> yeah. Liposomal L-carnitine is going to be a better alternative than having L-carnitine on its own. Because again, if you studies show that there's about 10 to 20% absorption of an L-carnitine. So think of e consuming 20 grams or 25 grams of powder to get the right amount of L-carnitine your body needs to go into fat burning mode. Okay. Right. Now let's dial that back. Liposomal glute, li liposomal carnitine. I believe they, they claim it's about 70% okay. maximum absorption. Now keep in mind, it's 70% absorption, maximum absorption. That means maybe for you, it's 70%. Maybe for me, it's 68%. Maybe for her, it's 65%. It depends on the level of acid that everybody has. Everybody's different. Yeah. Right. So is it, is it a better alternative to like uh, other products out there in the market? Absolutely. Is it better than injectable? No way. Well, isn't liposomal like most of it is actually getting absorbed under your tongue? No. <clears throat> liposomal oh. is, is an encapsulation of the actual product, of the actual molecule. Um, it has, I think it has, um, I don't want to say soybean, but it has an encapsulation that protects the, so the, as soon as you consume it, right. the first thing your body does is acid just goes, right? right. And it usually kills it. So right. what it does is basically going in and hitting the, the encapsulation of that molecule. And that encapsulation is protecting the actual carnitine or glutathione or whatever it is. So once that, that the first barrier is hit, then it slowly seeps out into your bloodstream, very slowly allowing your body to absorb a little bit at a time. I see. Now, there's a couple, there's a couple things that are good and not good about liposomal uh, L-carnitine. I think for the everyday person that wants to feel better, mm -hmm. uh, liposomal uh, L-carnitine is going to be great. Uh, even for people that want to experience some fat loss, 
right. you're going to still need a good 500 milligrams per mil, uh, per 500 milligrams to start seeing some good benefits of fat loss. Right. I always say it's really the sweet spot. Uh, I, I don't see anything at 200. You have benefits of L-carnitine that are going to help you, but 500 is probably the minimum dose to start seeing some really good. And even I mean, talk to Jeff Black. Uh, he's, he ran 700 milligrams twice uh, mm -hmm. towards the latter part. He was running a 1400 milligrams of L-carnitine injectable. Yeah. Uh, and he got shredded. I mean, yeah. I got people getting shredded. Yeah. Uh, the compensation is, yeah, you got a pin, you know? Right. So it's hundred percent bioavailable versus 70%. It depends on how hardcore you want to be. And right. are you willing to just, you just want to lose a little bit of weight? Liposomal uh, carnitine is going is to be a good product. If yeah. you're that kind of person that says, I want to maximize, because there's also it's like, think about it. It's like 50 bucks and you're getting 60 or 70% absorption, right? That stuff goes like this. Yeah. You'll go through a bottle like this. Is yeah. it a good product? Absolutely. I put my money on new ethics products because I believe in the brand and the quality behind it. Um, but I'm just calling, I'm just talking science, yeah, right? When, when yeah. we come out with, with, with ours and hopefully uh, I'm pushing to, to come out with ours, it's going to be a thousand milligrams liposomal pharmaceutical, right? So you know what you're getting. Yeah. Uh, and, and am I going to claim anything different? No, I'm going to tell you the same thing. Is it better than injectable? Probably not. Probably right. not, but you're getting 70% of a thousand. You're heading, you're getting 700. Yeah, I mean, that's not bad, you know, not like, at all. And that was my question is like, okay, how much am I really getting of this liposomal L-carnitine? Like if it's a thousand milligrams, then am I getting around five, 600? And that was kind of like my question. It was like, yeah, I think you're probably getting a good 60 to 70% absorption. And, and I've, and I've spoken to, I've spoken to a pharmacist. Uh, I was going to come out with mine months ago and I decided not to. Um, and, um, you know, and I've spoken to pharmacists and they claim that certain, certain numbers cannot be hit. Um, and we were pushing to go a different route. Uh, so now I have a pharmacy that actually nailed down a process and, uh, we'll see, we'll see how, we'll see how it comes out, but it's the beauty is it's going to be complemented with a different product that is actually, uh, coming out. Uh, just now, I don't know if you heard of quercetin or not. Maybe quercetin. Yeah, yeah. Well, quercetin is the same concept. A lot of the issues that we have in the supplement industry, guys, is and and it's bullshit products that people just put out there because everybody knows L-carnitine is a fat liver transport. I'm just gonna put mine out. Yeah, but they don't take the time to really focus on what's the absorption rate. Right. You know, it, it, it gets destroyed in your body. Same thing with quercetin. Quercetin, it gets destroyed in your body. If you're not taking liposomal quercetin, right. don't even bother. Interesting. It, it's, okay. You're throwing money away. People that buy drinks because this brand from this guy that is known, right, sells a L-carnitine, he came L-carnitine 3000, right? Yeah. No, man. You're, you're, you know what? Just throw in the trash or take it as a right. soft drink. It does right, nothing right. for you. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't yeah. do anything. You know, buying, you might as well like, oh, I'm drinking. I had somebody tell me this. I'm drinking a monster and it has L-carnitine. Right. <laughs> like the 25 milligrams of L-carnitine. You know, if, I, if I had the emoji that rolls his eyes up and like, like on yeah. my face, uh, that would be me. Right? Yeah. So yeah. as we know more about supplementation, right? We're getting more infused with what works and why it doesn't work. You right. know, we talked about the peptides earlier and we like, and we went way over already. And I love right, talking, right. I fucking love talking to Jamie, man. So, you know, it, it's because people don't take the care to find the bright dosages. And that's one of the things that Amino Pure has done is like, we don't cut corners. 
right. you know, we're going to go direct in the most efficacious bioavailable. We, they try, we try to do 800 L-carnitine yeah. and we were successful, but we were successful, but it was like injecting sand. I was, was going to say it probably just hurt like a bitch, right? It was so thick because <laughs> if you try 700, 700 is a thicker solution. Yeah. And 800, I'm like, man, 800, let's it's give it a fun. shot. Mother of God, right? <laughs> I didn't move my leg. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I figured is like, that's the concentration is like, you know, at some level, yeah. like, yeah, exactly. And, and people are like, can you do a thousand? It's like, you're talking about sludge at that point, because you're right. talking about a thousand milligrams for every one milliliter of water. You know what a milliliter, people don't, people in the U.S., is one of the things that Europeans complain about is, you know, we're, we have no concept of what a milliliter of anything is, yeah, right? Anything. One milliliter of water is nothing. And right. you're putting 1000 milligrams of powder in there. It's like injecting sludge yeah. and, and getting it through the needle. Yeah. So we cut it out. Uh, but I think that, you know, 700 is a very potent dose and it's, it's still, oh, yeah. it, it still doesn't That's hurt. I use is a 700. It's a beautiful dose. Uh, it works, but yeah. keep in mind, guys, diet first. Yes, absolutely. It's it like, and like you said, you know, when you, when you're doing the, when you're doing the L-carnitine and the LR3 and the, and you know, if you're doing any anabolics on top of that, like, yeah, you actually, you get a little bit more leeway with the diet, but how what good results do you want to get yeah. like how good do you want to look right yeah. like do you want to like actually optimize everything that you're doing because you're gonna have to do that through your food and through your training right so it, it's yeah. it's a combination of everything uh and for the most part i'm i don't think i'll ever go back to uh using pads the way that i was before because yeah. number one i like my mood better Mm -hmm. uh even my girlfriend says you're a little bit happier she said i'm a little softer yeah. <laughs> i don't i don't know if i like that but she's like you're you're just a little like i don't know you're not as aggressive like as intense and as yeah. you can see i'm a very intense person as, as a whole right? right but your your mood my mood is different yeah uh, my moods are different uh, i have pictures that i've actually taken actually they're on my instagram on running 200 milligrams of, of, uh, of uh, Primo when I was running Primo. And by the way, I love Primo. My Primo is amazing. Yeah. And, um, and then running IGFLR3. And I look like a million bucks, not to toot my horn, but right. Yeah. But I look so good. The pump, and then I run a meal pump. The pumps are so crazy in your fullness, and you get that partitioning that IGFLR3 does, oh, all yeah. the benefits of growth hormone. Like, I don't think I'll ever go back to AGH, to be honest with you. Um, I like to like, so especially with women, I find that being able to pair both the GH and the peptides, like it creates this really amazing synergistic, Synergy. like, yeah. And, and it's great for those women who really want like drastic results in muscle gain, but they don't want to have to cross the anabolic line for it. So it's kind of like an alternative that, can really kind of like boost that, like boost that for women without having to compromise and virilize themselves. Let me ask you a question, Jamie. Do you, do you recommend, um, do you ever put women on, and I'm a big Humalong guy, 
Like if you run insulin properly, I think you can get major growth without, yeah. without, without, and people are like, oh my God, insulin is like, slow down. Think if you really think about insulin, human log, right? Yeah. If you use it properly, you have to think about all the side effects you can get rid of. Yes, exactly. And the amount of muscle you can grow. I can think of, I, this is my brain going right in the circle. IGFL yeah. R3, amino pump, maybe Primo, Humalog, IGF DES. FST 344. Yeah. yeah. Can you imagine what, I mean, if your diet is dead on and you run right. those accordingly, you're using very minimal PD, right? Yep. And the humor log is just shuttling all that stuff into the muscle. Can you imagine yeah. the growth on that? And that's like a really nice combo for women who are like, want to use, you know, like mild doses of anabolics is you know, a very low dose of Anavar, so like five, 10 milligrams of Anavar, uh, one to two I use a GH, the LR3 cycling that with the DES, um, and then using that in combination with the Humalog and with the like amino pump. And again, like if it's site specific, some BFR training in there with BFR them, like, rocks, man. That. BFR. It's, you're going to get the, again, it's, it's using the synergy of everything together to really be able to like minimize the virilization impact, the impact on your internal organs, um, and being able to still get really awesome, amazing results, especially for women. Like, I feel like it's a, those are all great alternatives to, you know, running a stack of drugs of, Primo, Winstrol, EQ, well, like, you know, a whole yeah. stack of drugs. If you're just using like one compound in conjunction with all of these other things, you can get some really amazing results, especially, you know, not using the Anavar and just using those things in your off season when you're letting yourself clear out post-show. Yeah. Like, so if you're doing a PCT where you need to not run in any anabolic. Or bridge or bridge. You can right? use it as a bridge. That's yeah. what I'm saying is like use it for that bridge in that time when you're not running any anabolics in that off season and you can still get that awesome growth. And then for women, the great thing about that is, well, now I'm still going to be super sensitive to 20 milligrams of anabolics because I'm not running it year round. Right. Because if I run it all the time, that means that I'm going to have to keep on upping my game in order for me to actually see results from it. Yeah. So don't realize that. Like, if we cannot do that in the off season, not run any anabolics, that means come contest prep time, I can use super small doses of anabolics and mild anabolics and get stellar fucking results year after year. And it's just all about being smart. It's all about using the peptides and the different, you know, these different compounds that don't go in that anabolic range. I mean, um, think about that. Let me ask you a question, right. Jamie, just, I know that we went over and I don't want to take too much of your time, but DES, I, I tell people that ask me uh, as a question, some, some of the questions, this is not medical advice guys, by any means, we're not giving you medical advice. We're talking to two people talking about things that we like to do. Okay. So yeah. I, I, I tell, I tell myself to say that hundred micrograms, of DES because it's short acting, 30 minutes in and out in the muscle, 100 or 50? 50 to 100, depending on the size of the muscle. So if you're going to do something like delts, I like 50. If you're going to do quads, I would do 100 on each. So 25 and 25 on the biceps? 50. So I would do 50 and 50. So it's 100? Yeah. 
Gotcha. And then a hundred, a hundred. So each train, I do either 50 and 50 for each train side or a hundred and a hundred for each train side, depending on, you know, because I'm going to do three micro injections when I do that. So like for my quads, I'm going to pick three different spots in my quad to do those micro injections. And it's a much bigger muscle. So you can get away with doing, uh, you know, a hundred micrograms in, in your legs. And, and just FYI, correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. This is based on, on stuff that I've learned. Um, there is IGFLR3 that rejuvenate um, HRT is uh, one of the pharmacies coming out with. So pharmaceutical yeah. IGFLR3, which I'm going to definitely going to try. That's yeah. going to, that should be crazy. So for, for all of you guys that want to uh, check out the pharmaceutical side, uh, it's not cheap guys. I'm just telling you, it's not, it's not going to be like buying gray market stuff, but you are going to be able to get pharmaceutical IGFLR3. Uh, we should be having it through HR, through uh, rejuvenate uh, HRT, hopefully within the next couple of weeks here. Uh, Amino Pure carries uh, IGFLR3 as well. But one of the things that I've noticed is IGFLR3, you can get away with IGF DAS at 100 or maybe 200 micrograms because it's fast acting, correct? Yes, correct. You cannot get away with that with IGFLR3, though, correct? I mean, you could. I, I don't see that you couldn't, but I don't think that you need to. Because I hear right. that. I hear that it doesn't really matter. And people are like, oh, I'm 200 pounds. I don't, I don't think the weight matters when it comes to IGFLR3. No, the weight doesn't matter when it comes to LR3. I don't, I mean, weight doesn't really matter for the DES either. Either. Um, but you, I mean, the DES is about, I think it's like five to seven times more potent than your LR3. Um, yeah, but again, it's it's shorter it's shorter acting that's why you have to do it in the muscle that you're going to train yeah so if you're going to work out immediately you need to be like in the bathroom in the stall okay, so this is, let's do it, is at, I, at home i load my pins at home and i actually will take an empty shaker cup put and i'll there. throw my pins in my empty shaker cup put that in my bag i go into the locker room at the gym and depending on what gym I go to, like I have one gym that's like a bodybuilding gym and I'll just inject right in the locker room in right. front of everyone because nobody cares. And then I have another more like conservative gym and I go into the stall and I do my injections. I put them, put all my empty pins right back into my shaker cup. So I'm not leaving pins at the yeah. gym or anything, uh, being respectful. And, and it's go uh, time. And it's go, go time. Go onto the floor and bam. And if, if you're one of those people at my gym, when you see me walk out of that locker room and I've got like my 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 <laughs> blinders on and I'm going right to my exercise, don't fucking talk to don't me. Don't talk to me. Don't I've got my DES me. running. Don't wear my, like I, I got to get that training in before that DES wears off. I'm always yeah. like, nobody, nobody make eye contact. Yeah. I got to get to my workout. I'm the same way. This is right. how I work out all the time. People are like, why do you put your head down? That means don't fucking talk don't to me. Don't talk to me, right? <laughs> I don't want to talk to anybody. I'm, I'm there. I'm focused. This is my time because I'm right. me out of my element. Jamie, it's always like, I feel like we can keep going, right? but we need I to know. cut it like, off. We, the time that's passed we can't even get to epic catch. I mean, you can get to other stuff, but we're going to have awareness episode three, maybe four and five, because I just love having you on. So I think like episode three and like, let's preemptively say this for everyone. So you guys can all get excited about this is episode three. I think we need to talk more specifically ab about the, the deaths that are happening in bodybuilding. Yes. Um, because I talked to a very knowledgeable coach that I highly respect. I actually going to talk to him after we get off because I want to make, I want to see if I can use his name and, and talk about the conversation we had. Um, but the correlation between 
all of these people dying and with COVID. Ooh, what a great topic. Mm. What a I'm going to leave a cliffhanger there. You know what, guys, you, we're going to, I'm going to try to schedule that uh, episode three recording. So get, do your thing. Yeah. I know we always say that we're going to try to get it out next week. And then it's like next week and next week. And again, it's, it's, we're both very busy. Yeah. I know Jamie's busy traveling as well. I have started traveling. I'm going to be out for a couple of weeks next month going overseas uh, for work, but um, you know, we're still going to make it happen regardless I think yeah. that uh, Jamie brings a wealth of information to to our podcast, and people love her. Like my my our, our listeners have been asking, when are you gonna have Jamie back? It's coming, it's coming, Aww. it's coming, it's coming. So I'm going to I'm going to wrap this up today, guys, um, with a couple words of advice. And I, I don't like to even say advice, just a couple words. Be careful with what you're doing out there. Be careful with what you're putting in your body. If you need coaching, you know Jamie is out there. She's a wealth of knowledge. Um, we have coaching, we coach Team Amino Project started their own coaching initiative that takes a scientific, more scientific approach. We do um, hormone testing, we do bio uh, digestion testing. So we use a scientific approach to not to take the guess game, get the guessing game out of what's going on in your body before we dial you in on a, in a weight loss or bulk or whatever it is. Uh, be careful with what you're putting out there. Think of your loved ones. Um, our condolences goes to the bodybuilder, Lady Wellness uh, from the uh, Pacific Northwest that passed away. Uh, we believe it's suicide uh, to her family, to her loved ones. Uh, death is dead, guys. Death is dead, and uh, it's a horrible thing. So be cognizant of the things that you're doing every day. Um, think of your loved ones. Think of your kids. Think of the people that are actually really care about you. And learn to enjoy life. I'm, I'm, I'm working on that because I'm always so busy. But uh, learn to disconnect a little bit. Go hit the weights and focus on the good things. Focus on that glass that's half full instead of that glass that's half that's half empty, right? Amy, thank you so much for being on. With that being said, guys, as always, God first, family second, everything else just comes after that. Whatever you guys need, please DM us. Please follow us, Heart Fast Fitness, Jamie Pinder, and uh, we're out.